With all due respect, I don't have pity for you black niggas. That's the way I feel. Screaming black lives matter or the black guys rather be deadbeats than pay your bills. Yelling nigga this and nigga that. Call everybody nigga and get a nigga mad. As soon as I say nigga, then everyone react and want to swing at me and call me racist because I ain't black. We'll pound that then. Talking about slavery like you was around back then. Like you was picking cotton off the fucking ground back then. Like you was on the plantation getting down back then. All right. Look. I see a black man aiming his gun, but I'd rather see a black man claiming his son. And I don't mean just for one day and you done. I mean, you still trapped in a rut. And I work my ass off and pay my taxes for what? So you can keep living on free government assistance, food stands for your children, but you still trying to sell them for some weed and some liquor or a fucking babysitter while you party on the road because you ain't got no fucking goals? You already late. You motherfuckers need to get your damn priorities straight. Wait. It's like you're proud to be fake, but you lazy as fuck. And you rather sell drugs and get a job and be straight. And then you turn around and complain about the poverty rate. Fuck out of my face. You can't escape problems. You can pray for some change, but can't break a dollar. Got nobody else to blame, so you blame Donald. They fucked the world with a Make America Great Connor. My voice been back. I'm not racist. My sister's boyfriend's black. I'm not racist. My sister-in-law's baby cousin Tracy got a brother and his girlfriend's black. My head's in the cloud. Heard it's not enough jobs for all the men in your house. Maybe we should build a wall to keep the Mexicans out. Or maybe we should send them all to the ghetto for now. I'm not racist. And I never lied, but I think there's a disconnect between your culture and mine. I worship the Einsteins, study the Steve Jobs, but you ride Tupac's dick like he was a fucking god. Oh my god. And all you care about is rapping and stunting and being ratchet. And that's the nigga within you. Music right in your brain and slowly start to convince you. Then you let your kids listen and then the cycle continues. Blame it all on the menu. Blame it on those drinks. Blame it on everybody except for your own race. Blame it on white privileges. Blame it on white kids and just blame it on white citizens. Aim it the vice president. <coughs> Watch your class clowns. Niggas kneeling on the field. That's a flag down. How dare you try to make demands for this money. You gon' show us some respect. You gon' stand for this country, nigga. I'm not racist. I'm just prepared for this type of war. I heard Eminem's rap at the awards. Who's he fighting for? Y'all can take that motherfucker too. He ain't white no more. It's like you want to be so famous. You'll do anything for attention and a little payment. I can't take you nowhere without people pointing fingers. Pants hanging off your ass. You ain't got no home training. Put your fucking pants up, nigga. Put that suit back on. Take that do-rag off. Take that goat out your mouth. Quit the pitiful stuff. And then maybe police will stop killing you. Fuck you. What the fuck? I'm not racist. It's like we're living in the same building but splitting the two floors. I'm not racist. But there's two sides of every story. I wish that I knew yours. You are welcome once again to Diamond Anansi Dag. And today we are talking about what is happening in the US, Minneapolis, to be precise. I don't know if I got the name right. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. This thing that we are seeing, it, it didn't start yesterday. It didn't start on 29th May. No. It's been happening for, for years, for decades. And no one is talking about it. I'm Ghanaian. I don't live in the US. And, and, and even here in Ghana, I understand what's going on. I understand this is not right. A few naive Ghanaians might think Ghanaians don't have or Africans don't have a right to talk about it. It, it just it just shows how naive they are. It doesn't make sense because one, you have family. Some of you have friends over there. It could be you. It, it could be any of them. Some of my friends who don't think 
Ghanaians have a say about this are planning to go and study in the US. They are taking GREs, they are, they are applying to United States schools to go and study in the US. It could be you. Why are you making it seem like because you are Ghanaian, you don't care? Eh? See, I'm not saying the looting and the burning down of buildings is right. No, that's what I'm, no, that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is there's no formula for protest. There's no formula to protest. You might just be silent and march and march you know, in the streets and all. It might work. Someone might destroy things. It will work. If we recall right, if you remember, there was a protest in Kenya University not too long ago. Just about um yeah, just about a year ago. How did the protest go? For the for the administration to listen to the students, it had to be violent. Not, not, not saying I, I I I condone violence, but that is that, that it seems that's the only way the administration or the people at the top listen to listen to the people beneath or the people down the chain. These killings have been going on for a while, so yeah, it makes sense that the people try to protest or try to get the attention of the government. Probably some of you might be new to this and might not understand why I mean this. What, what I mean by this case has been going on for a while. Let me read a few cases to you, that you understand that it's not about it's not it's not just about um, George Floyd. This this protest that is going on is not about George. It's, it's no it's not near the case with George Floyd. No 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 no. It's, it's, it goes beyond that. George Floyd is just like just something that 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 subject like that triggered it but the the whole thing is is beyond it let's listen black america knows the pain well and the pain runs deep as cameras capture viral moments that raise questions about policing and race the deaths of black people the cries for justice the names that spark movements In 2012, 17-year-old Trayvon Martin walks into a 7-Eleven in Sanford, Florida. He grabs a bag of Skittles and a can of Arizona iced tea, wearing a dark gray hoodie that would become a symbol to many. As Martin walks home, he encounters George Zimmerman, a neighborhood watch volunteer who has already called 911 to report Martin's movements, even though the teen had done nothing wrong. Something's wrong with him. Yeah, he's coming to check me out. He's got something on his hands. Minutes later, after a fight between the two, George Zimmerman shoots and kills Trayvon Martin. No justice, no peace. Zimmerman charged with murder, but a jury finds him not guilty. His death and acquittal sparked national outrage, and a movement is born. Trayvon was a people's person. He didn't deserve to die. Yeah. And I pledge I will not let my son die in vain. July 2014, 43-year-old Eric Gardner, a father of six, is allegedly selling loose cigarettes illegally on Staten Island in New York. Officers surround him to make an arrest. I'm minding my business. Please just leave me alone. Officer Daniel Pantaleo is seen wrapping an arm around Gardner's neck before pulling him down to the ground. As Pantaleo forces Gardner's head into the sidewalk, 
Gardner is saying he dies shortly afterward. Five years later, Pantaleo is fired after it is determined he used a chokehold banned by the NYPD. But long before that day, Gardner's last words become a national cry for help and social justice. August 2014, 18-year-old Michael Brown is shot by a police officer. His death sparks days of protests and riots in the city of Ferguson, Missouri. While the city burns, two narratives emerge, one that Brown was unarmed and surrendering when he was shot. The other story from Officer Darren Wilson is that Brown was told to get out of the street, and during a confrontation, the teen tried taking his gun. The officer says he feared for his life when he shot and killed Brown. This time, the cry is the chant, hands up, don't shoot. As thousands pour into the streets to demand justice, the officer is not charged. We have had enough of all of this, and this change must come. In October 2014, Laquan McDonald, a black teenager, is killed by police in Chicago, shot 16 times by an officer who'd arrived at the scene seconds before. Though the officer claimed self-defense since McDonald had a knife, an autopsy shows some of the shots entered McDonald's back while he was turned away. The incident sparks protests in Chicago when police dash cam video is released more than a year later. The officer, Jason Van Dyke, is found guilty of murder. 16 shots in a cover-up. There was a guy in there with a pistol. You know, I saw his face. like pointing at everybody. November 2014, 12-year-old Tamir Rice is playing with a toy gun at a park in Cleveland, Ohio. When officers are called, an officer shoots Rice seconds after arriving. A grand jury declines to indict the officer. The prosecutor saying the evidence did not indicate criminal misconduct by police. In April of 2015, in North Charleston, South Carolina, Walter Scott was pulled over for a broken brake light. An eyewitness captured the tragic outcome. Walter Scott was shot and killed by Officer Michael Slager, who was later convicted and sentenced to 20 years for murder. Later, in April of 2015, the city of Baltimore is rocked when Freddie Gray dies in police custody. The 25-year-old black man's arrest is caught on video. The Baltimore Police Department charges Gray for possessing a knife. After being transported in a police van, Gray falls into a coma and is taken to the hospital where he dies later of a spinal injury. Over the next few days, the city is brought to its knees with residents demanding to know what happened to Gray. None of the officers involved in Gray's arrest were convicted. In 2015, Sandra Bland is pulled over for a minor traffic violation by State Trooper Brian Encina. You mind putting out your cigarette, please? Come on. I'm in my car. Why do I have to put out my cigarette? Well, you can step on out now. Their exchange escalates, resulting in Bland's arrest. The video shows how quickly the interaction turns. Get out of the car! And then you I will light you up! Bland is found dead in her cell days later. Her death ruled a suicide. In July of 2016, Philando Castile gets pulled over. His girlfriend, Diamond Reynolds, and her four-year-old daughter are in the car when she starts using her phone to live stream the interaction. 
Officer Geronimo Yanez opens fire, killing Philando. Oh, my God, please don't tell me he's dead. The community rallies behind the Castillo family, a beloved school cafeteria supervisor. The officer is charged but later found not guilty. He wasn't no criminal. My baby was a good man, a good, hard-working man. Then another tragedy in September 2018 unfolds in Dallas. No justice, no peace. No justice, no peace. 26-year-old Botham John is shot and killed by Dallas police officer Amber Geiger while sitting in his own home. So I'm calling on the Dallas officials. Please, come clean. Give me justice for my son. A jury later found Geiger guilty, and she was sentenced to 10 years for murder. In March of 2020, Brianna Taylor, an EMT, and her boyfriend Kenneth Walker are in her apartment in Louisville, Kentucky, when just before 1 a.m., three plainclothes officers arrive to execute a search warrant in a drug case. Taylor and her boyfriend think someone is breaking in when police kick down the door. Kenneth Walker grabs his legal firearm and starts shooting, hitting one officer in the leg. Officers encounter rifle fire. Officer officers return more than 20 rounds, killing Breonna Taylor. Incident after incident, year after year. Tearing at the hearts of black people. I can't as they look for a balance from the justice system. No justice, no peace. The stories, the names, well known, the pain runs deep. Brian Young, CNN Chicago. All right, so we've all heard, and we know that, as I was saying, this, uh, all of these rioting and protests didn't start just because of George Floyd, it's, 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 it's a build-up. It's, 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 it's as a result of a build-up of the constant police brutality and all. And we're not, we as Africans, we as uh, people of color, shouldn't wait until it happens to us or affect us directly before we talk about it. So Ghanaians, forming part of the black community, have a say in it. So please, those of us thinking we have no say in this, please we thank you. Uh, we think your thoughts, please. Um, so I'll be bringing a friend of my own uh, before you that so that we can talk to her. And and she 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 she, she lives in the U.S. and she works with the U.S. Air Force. Yeah, and being being an African, being a Ghanaian, I, I, I want I want to talk to her. So yeah, she she's here with me, and we we'll have a, we'll have a short conversation to know how they are taking it over there as a black community and how she thinks we as Africans here to in Africa should, uh, should take it. So I have here with me a friend called um, Ifua Yoda. I hope I got the name right. Yeah, you did. <laughs> we are going to talk about the happenings in the U.S. right now and how Ghanaians are reacting to it. Okay. So Ifua, can you please tell us a bit about yourself and where you live in the U.S. and what you do? Um, well, my full name is Ifwa Oredi Jamar, but most people know me as Ifwa Yoda. Um, I'm currently living in Georgia. I'm, I work as a public health technician with the United States Air Force, and they stationed me here at Moody Air Force Base, Georgia. So that's, that's a little bit about me. 
Okay, all right, all right. And how 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 are things in Georgia? Are, are there protests in Georgia too? So I am, as I said, I'm in Valdosta, so I'm in the south part of Georgia. We're hearing that it's it's kind of pretty bad in like Atlanta area, where like downtown. That's where it got really bad out there. But I haven't been able to go over there because we're still on restriction due to the coronavirus and all that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, in your in your you, you say you work for the U.S. Air Force, right? Yes, I do. Are there other blacks aside yourself? Yes. Yes, there are other black folks here. Okay, and how are they? How are they reacting to all of this? I mean, um, it's pretty calm here on base. Um, I mean, people have voiced their concerns on social media and all that, but it's pretty calm here on base, and we haven't really seen people going crazy yet. Hopefully, they don't. Um, everything is is looking good for now, and our leadership have come out to. To, like to speak on the issue so I personally I'm calm about the situation right now because I I realize that my leadership are concerned and they have put measures in place to help us if we do need anything okay all right so back to the main uh, the main topic on discussion here how do you think Ghanaian should, should react to this because I'm here in Ghana and some people are some people are really sympathetic about the whole issue, saying the racism is bad and all. And some people are like they don't care because I'm in Ghana, they are over there. Like you get what I just say. Yeah. I I will say That's all. I will say that being African, being Ghanaian, you should care because it's it's literally your your brothers and sisters. It's literally someone who looks like you, who has the same kind of skin just in a different continent, just in a different country that is being treated like this. So I feel like um, Ghanaians, Africans in general, should put themselves in the shoes of their fellow brothers and sisters out here who are going through the like this injustice and all that. So they shouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't advise, well, I, would, I don't know what to say in terms, but I wouldn't advise people to just let go of the situation, but to actually like have a voice in it as well because it could be you and it could be me so mm. all right well said um last week yeah just this weekend yeah um we saw on we saw on social media that the Ghana tourism authorities had a service in the memory of the late George Floyd um this is a country we live in where just a year ago some girls were raped and killed, and the government did nothing about. Uh, the government didn't even put a, a service in memory of, of them. So, what do you think? The like, Ghanaians are going wild about it because it, it, it doesn't make sense that we are, we are holding a service in memory of somebody that died in the U.S. Yes. So, um, I'm, I saw the post on Pulse GH on Instagram as well, and I commented and I was like, "This country has misplaced priorities." And I said that because, as you said, we haven't really done things for things that have actually happened in the country ourselves. And that kind of mm-hmm. turns out to be like hypocrisy because, yes, we, we have to have a voice for what is going on. But having a memorial is not 
is not the, the solution to the problem. What we need is for our leaders to have a voice, to, to be able to communicate with the U.S. leadership, to let them know how severe the situation is because it affects them as, as a country, as, as they being Black as well. A memorial is not going to take them anywhere. But then the voice, like giving them signing petitions and all that would help, not a memorial. I mean, it's nice, it's nice for them to think of that, but that's not, that's, not, that's not the solution or the priority at hand right now. Okay. Um, and also, there have been questions raised up in Ghana that um, you are there fighting racism while your, your mother won't allow you to marry an elder. That's what someone, someone said. So <laughs> currently in the country, you are facing things like tribalism and the photosynthesis. And how, how do you think those ones compare to the, 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 bigger, the bigger picture racism? Yeah. Do you think we should, we should solve our tribalism and the photosynthesis first before we tackle the bigger picture or it's, 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 you can put all those battles together? I mean, they're, they're, they're kind of the same battle. So if, if you're bold enough to talk about racism, you should be bold enough to talk about tribalism and all that. So if we're going to set out to try and find solutions to the problem, then we can, we can do that into, um, interchangeably as well. Okay. And um, I won't take much of your time. I'll be leaving you soon. So I saw that um, they've, they've charged the four officers, the four officers who were involved in this crime. And do you think that's enough, that's enough to calm the protesters down? I mean, there's been there's been lots of lives that have lot have been lost through police brutality, through racism, and all that. Yes, I mean that's those that's the justice we're fighting for. Um, so for that situation, yes, but then the bigger picture is what we're looking at: how to solve the whole situation in at large. The whole racism issue is what we're. I mean. We're looking, we're looking forward for a big solution to bring justice to all the innocent lives that have been lost because of racism. Yeah. So you think uh, this, just this for, this for arrest won't, 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 just won't do it, right? No, it won't because there are lots of people that are hurting and lots of issues that haven't been um, taken care of. Yes, for George, it has been addressed. What about the other ones? What about the other ones that were, were never filmed? What about the other ones that the people are not rich enough or are not vocal enough for other people to listen to them? We have to, we have to be able to solve the whole issue of racism so then we can be the voice for the voiceless and those who cannot actually be able to say anything about their situations and the, their pain. Yeah, I, I I get you, but you know, racism is is, is not it's not uh a, it's not a national problem. It's, it's a personal problem. You know, the government can put a lot of legislators to 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 deter people from acting out, but then it's it's personal. If I'm racist towards you, and probably you don't film it, no one hears of it. So I understand you are saying that there must something must be done about the ones that you've not seen yet. But what what do you suggest? Because I don't see I don't see a viable solution here? Honestly, yes. Um, 
it's it's a big it's a very big situation where I believe it's in the minds and hearts of the people and um it would it would take a very long a very long time for it to be changed because as she said it's personal and I do believe it is personal because some people just have their own reasons what they've had what they've seen what their grandmothers and grandfathers told them in the past and they're still holding on to that so yes but then even in as much as it is personal, if the government sets out to bring certain national regulations, it would help at least. I don't know if you get me, but it, would, it's, it wouldn't be a situation where we have a problem and there's nothing being done about it. But if, if something is being set down nationally, it would deter people from, from doing it. And hopefully as time goes on, it would be a problem solved. Not entirely, but the majority of it will be solved and lives will be saved. Okay. I see other countries like the European countries are joining the protest against all of against the racism battles. Um what do you think about them? Do you think it's a good cause or Yes, it is, because racism is not just in America. It is in... But the issue is, it's not a lot of um, racism, like the, the problems are recorded in America. It's not recorded a lot in the Europe, in Europe, yeah. Well, it's not recorded because people didn't actually put their phones on to record it. Certain things happen, but we don't know about them. And, like, you get it, so... Yes, it wasn't recorded. Yes, we haven't really heard much, but how 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 do we know that people are not hurting in those countries as well? So I feel like it's a great thing because with this other people are, are being are also being heard. So it's good it's good that other countries are acknowledging it because trust me, I I strongly believe that blacks in different countries are being oppressed, but it's not as strong as it is here. In the states, uh, I, I I spoke to someone recently about the same issue, it, and he lives in the New York, right? And he's like, he has, he, has, he, has, he has no fear of that ever happening to him because, yeah, he's black, but he's not black American. The the cops can differentiate that he's black, but he's not black American because just because he's Ghanaian. I don't know. I don't know what he meant by that. Do you, do you have the same? Do you feel the same that no. it's easier for them to differentiate between black Americans and those who are actually in, that were actual immigrants? I I don't I don't even know why people people see the difference as I'm African and I'm African American. There's no difference. The skin color is all they see. Like they see you, they don't even know the difference. I mean, some people can tell the difference, but it is all of us. It's just it's the whole situation is us. Yes, maybe towards Africans it's not as bad, but then the the little drops of water makes a mighty ocean. So very soon it will it will get up to us. So if we don't if we're not vocal about it right now, it will end up becoming a bigger issue. So if they're thinking that oh I'm African I'm not affected by it, I'm I on my personal view I feel like we should all be concerned because not everybody knows the difference, and I don't even. I don't even believe there should be a difference. Because we're, we're all black. We're all the same color. There's not you're African, yeah. you're African-American, or you're black-American. 
or you're black. We're all black. We're all like um, people of color. So. Um. Yeah. Before before I let you go, I want to I want to get you. I want to get what you think about about this issue. You know, I I have a lot of discussions about this with a lot of friends, and I heard was say all the looting and protest that is going on in the US, it's not just about the death of one person or the police brutality or Africans are just hurt about slavery. And the person took it that, all the way back to slavery and I'm like, it's been, someone was saying it's been 400 years. Can't Africans just talk about slavery? Yeah. Um, people are mad. That I can tell you. People are mad because these situations are bringing back memories of, wow, this these things have been there years ago and nothing is being done like it's literally we can tie it back to slavery because the the system is not favoring us the system is indirectly as it was back then years ago so it may it makes sense to to think about it as slavery okay all right. So, um, thank you for your time. And before you leave, do you have any message for your, your fellow, your, my fellow listeners or your fellow friends, your friends who might listen to you to this podcast sometime? Um, I would just say that we should continue to let our voices be heard. And for those that believe in God, um, just make sure that we also let our voices be heard in the prayer room as well, because. As I mentioned earlier, these issues are not just there. They're embedded in the hearts and the minds of the people. And so we have to pray so that the change can be made internally as well. So that is all that I have to say. All right. Thank you. Thank you very You're much. You're welcome. And please listen to Bye. Bye. So you heard, you heard, you heard what Ifiaguda has to say, yeah, and I and I, I kind of agree with her that it's kind of pretentious that we are holding uh, a memorial in honor of in honor of George Floyd. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's kind of pretentious because there are issues in Ghana we have not we have not solved. They've been they've been there've been issues that we are that are pending and we are overlooking all of these. All of these issues to to tackle this one. Mm-hmm. Issues like um, the four Takwadi girls that were raped and killed. Up to now, the government doesn't have a, a reasonable explanation to it for us, and other 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 many issues in Ghana. But we are rather spending our time and energy on holding a memorial. Just yesterday, today is today is Sunday. Yeah, just yesterday, I saw on, on social media that people were having a protest. That's all uh, Black Lives Matter in Ghana here. And I don't understand. What are you, who, who are you protesting against? What are you protesting? We, yeah, I, I understand Black Lives Matter, but who are you put Like, it's, 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 a bit, it's, it's a bit too much. Yes, we, are, we, we sympathize with them. Yes, we have to push, we have to make our voices heard. But protesting in Ghana and all, does, that, that, what does it do? It doesn't do anything for us. Just let's let's sign the petitions. Let's push the let's push all of this on the international 
international front, but protesting locally here won't, won't help. All right, so once again, it's been time with Anna Sedag, and I thank you all for listening to me. I try to keep this as solemn as possible because it's not it's not a happy occasion. It's, it's a very sad one. Uh, thank you, all my listeners. And I want to say a few shout-outs. Yeah. Shout-outs to Elizabeth Asante. Uh, the last time I forgot, you came to, you came to fight with me. So, <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, shout-outs to Elizabeth Asante. She, she's been a good friend and all of the, all of this she's been she's been she's been very vocal about all of this she's been vocal about rape she's been vocal about these killings like I, I appreciate I appreciate her a lot shout outs to Ifia Ifua Yoda for coming up for coming on it, it, it took it took a long time trying to organize this it was, it was very difficult but uh, she came through for me and I really appreciate that yeah. shout outs to all my friends I don't know there's a lot of shout outs and it's, it's, it's quite a sad occasion so I, I can't get them all in thank you very much with all disrespect I don't really like you white motherfuckers that's just where I'm at screaming all lives matter is a protest to my protest what kind of shit is that and that's one war you'll never win the power in the word nigga is a different sin we shouldn't say it but we do and that's just what it is but that don't mean that you can say it just cause you got nigga friends nigga that word was originated for you to keep us under And when we use it, we know that's just how we greet each other And when you use it, we know there's a double meaning under And even if I wasn't picking cotton physically That don't mean I'm not infected by the history My grandmama was a slave, that shit gets to me And you ain't got no motherfucking sympathy, you pussy nigga I'm sorry, you can never fail my life Trying to have faith, but I never felt alright It's hard to elevate when this country's ran by whites Judging me by my skin color and my blackness Trying to find a job and ain't nobody call me back yet Now I gotta sell drugs and put food in my cabinet You crackers ain't slick, this is all a part of your tactics Don't talk about no motherfucking taxes When I ain't making no dough You think you know everything but you don't You wanna copy our slang and everything that we know Try to steal black culture and make it your own Whoa Fuck, I'm exhausted I can't even drive without the cops trying to start shit I'm tired of this systematic racism bullshit All you do is fall shit, this the shit that I'm false with And you don't know shit about my people, that's what bothers you You don't know about no fried chicken or no barbecue You don't know about the two-step or no loose change You don't know about no two chains or no Kool-Aid, you don't know And even though Barack was half as black You hated President Obama, I know that's a fact You can't wait to get him out and put a cracker back And then you gave us Donald Trump and that was payback for that I'm not racist I never lied, but I noticed a disconnect between your culture and mine. Yeah, I praised Tupac like he was a fucking god. He was fighting for his life way before he fucking died, nigga. Die, nigga. And all you care about is money and power and being ugly. And that's the cracker within you. Hatred all in your brain and slowly start to convince you. Then you teach it to your children until the cycle continue. Blame it on Puerto Rico. Blame it on OJ. Blame it on everybody except for your own race. Blame it on black niggas and blame it on black citizens. Aim at the black businesses. I ain't saying I'm innocent, but... I might be any day now, treating everybody how you want in any way how. I swear North Korea about to bomb us any day now. And now I'm ducking every time I hear a fucking plane now. Shit. You know I make a lot of sense, but you just can't admit it. When Eminem went against Trump, that was the illest. Cause even though he's white, he let us know he's standing with us. I'm not racist, but I cry a lot. You don't know what it's like to be in a frying pot. You don't know what it's like to mind your business and get stopped by the cops. And I know if you about to die or not. You worry about your life, so you take mine. I love you, but I fucking hate you at the same time. I wish we could trade shoes, or we could change lives, so we can understand each other more, but that'll take time. I'm not racist. It's like we living in the same building, but splitting to both sides. I'm not racist. 
But there's two sides of every story and now you know mine Can't erase the scars with a bandage I'm hoping maybe we can come to an understanding Agree to disagree, we can have an understanding I'm not racist